Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey guys, you're listening to the Intentionally Inspirational Marketing Talk podcast. Now for your hosts, Jason Wright and Brandy Montambo. What is going on everybody? Jason Wright here. And this is episode number 193 of the Intentionally Inspirational Marketing Talk podcast. And have I mentioned lately how horrible a job I'm doing of releasing these on time? It's embarrassing. But I have uh, enlisted the help of my son to help to produce these, so we should be able to start kicking them out on a predictable schedule, right? We don't want to do everything in our business. We just want to do the things that we are good at. And surround ourselves with people who do the rest. Right? Right. That's what we're doing. Um, all right. So we've got an awesome guest with us this week. Um, as usual, most of the time we have a guest, right? And uh, I will share that with you in a moment. Uh, before we dive in too deep, I'm telling you, email marketing, the back end of the sales funnel, the back end of what you're doing online, is the most important. I don't think I'll ever stop saying that. For that reason, if you've done a poor job, of setting this up properly for yourself. Take advantage of my freebie, perfectemailsecrets.com. It is a three-template welcome series. So somebody comes in your list, they get your lead magnet or whatever you're giving away, and then they run through three emails that tells them you know, who you are, what to expect, uh, how you're going to help their life, etc., etc. And I even have like a little explainer video to show you how to set that up. So if you don't have something like that, take advantage of it. PerfectEmailSecrets.com. It's uh, definitely worth your time. So check that out. Okay. So interesting. This is a little uh, report from the field. I'm recording this, um, at least the the first part of this, in uh, August, August 1st of 2020. The guest and I spoke months ago. I guess probably forgot about me by this point. But uh, anyway, it is really interesting for whatever reason. I can make no sense out of it, but in the last week, business has probably been the busiest of the year for me. So strange, right? But if you do this stuff, if you do any of the digital marketing stuff for other people or for yourself, um, people just get to a point, right? People get to a point where it's like, we need to move forward now because the world's weird and it's going to be weird for a while. So let's get back to life and business the best we can. So anyway... Interesting stuff. Hope that inspires you. If you haven't seen that yet yourself, maybe it will. Maybe it's just around the corner. All right. Enough of me talking. Uh, this week I talked to Alaric Heck from Ad Outreach. Awesome dude. Uh, awesome conversation. I definitely want to check it out on our YouTube channel as well if you want to see us and see that whole experience. Um, but without any further chatting, here's what we talked about. What's happening, everybody? Jason right here. I've got another awesome guest for the podcast. We got Alaric Heck. Let me see what I know about Alaric. He's a founder and CEO of a company called Ad Outreach, which is really interesting to me. Um, they harness the power of YouTube ads. Uh, he is also a two comma club winner with ClickFunnels, which we all know uh, is super awesome as well. Alaric, welcome to the show, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on, Jason. I'm excited to, uh, to be on here. I'm excited to have you, man. So I'd love to hear your backstory. Uh, where'd you get started with entrepreneurship? And I, I think people, especially in, in today's uh, world, are going to be super interested to hear how people like yourself got started. Absolutely. So I've actually been on YouTube for, for a long time now, almost uh, 11 years. So I started 
back in July of, you know, 2009 and, and it was kind of had the, you know, star rating, right? Like, you know, a standard definition videos, very different platform back then, very, you know, very early uh, on in YouTube. I was actually quite young at the time too. So what I was doing is I was reviewing mobile apps, you know, technology, you know, the, the iPhone had just come out, right? So I was reviewing that. Um, and I started to build my own YouTube channel back then. So um, it was really cool because people were, were watching. A lot of people were, you know, subscribing and, and the channel actually started to grow pretty rapidly. And so it became, uh, quickly became the largest app review channel on YouTube or, you know, reviewing mobile apps. And, and so essentially, you know, we were getting all kinds of different recognitions, sponsorships, you know, mobile apps would be published. They would have like on a checklist. I saw a checklist at one point back then. And, uh, you know, kind of let's think five, six years ago, kind of the, the height of mobile apps, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of very much, you know, really big. Everybody wanted to make an app. And so there was like checklists that I saw that are like, you know, sponsor app find, which is, it's just the YouTube channel that I had, you know, these days is up to, you know, 450,000 subscribers. And so what I was doing is I was building up a YouTube following and presence. I was becoming an influencer kind of before that was even a word. Mm -hmm. um, and I was really discovering the power of video. Um, but the, the turning points, obviously what I do nowadays is YouTube ads. And I still have the channel, the YouTube channel, I actually have a small team that runs that. It's kind of like a four hour work week, to be honest. Mm -hmm. uh, it still brings in some good revenue, videos still go out, but I'm less involved. Um, but about five, six years ago, right? Kind of at the, at the peak of those mobile apps, the channel really big, you know, we were having lots of different sponsorships, right? People would pay a few thousand dollars for us to post a video of their app and then they'd get a lot of downloads. Um, you know, there was a particular social media networking app, uh, and they were hired, they hired us through a, you know, a marketing agency. It wasn't really called influencers, more performance marketing back then. Mm -hmm. And they had hired us and we posted the video and it got a lot of users. They're like, this is great. This is awesome. But they noticed something, right? The user amount had kind of died down a little bit, right? Because you, you post a video, you get a lot of, you know, downloads or a lot of action. And then, you know, as, as with any organic content, there's a curve to it. Mm -hmm. um, so like, how can we get more downloads? You know, can you post the video again or can you, you know, you know tweet it more or whatever? Um, and I'm like, well, I don't know how much that's going to work, but I've been experimenting a little bit with YouTube ads and the time I was doing a little bit with like affiliate marketing, a little bit with my, my channel to grow it. Um, I'm like, what if we run this video as an ad? And remember this was like six years ago. Like most of the ads were like Geico, Ford, you know, kind mm -hmm. of the big names. Um, and they were a little skeptical, but they greenlit, you know, just a $500 budget. We run this video, $500, one week, gets 11,000 users. Wow. Just crazy. Yeah. We might be onto something here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so the thing, performance marketing company calls me like, you know, Alec, what you didn't know is we're getting paid a dollar per user we generate for this app. And I'm like, wait a second, what? You know, like 500 yeah. for 11,000. So we kept running that. And then they call me up again. They say, hey, we've got a really big brand. Um, and and this, this, this other company that, that we did through them, and we basically ran YouTube ads for all of their influencer partners. So all the people who posted videos on YouTube ran ads for them. It was, it was a big company, actually became a billion dollar company. Um, and we ran ads was about, you know, again, five, six years ago. Um, that was like the first major campaign I was doing where it was like thousands of dollars a day. It was kind of crazy. Um, and I was in college at the time too. And so, uh, I remember getting another call from them and they're like, Hey, this is working out really great. We want you to drop out of college, fly out here to Silicon Valley, you know, join our team. They're, they're like, you could head up the YouTube ads division. Like we're all young guys too. And 
I actually turned it down, right? Obviously it's an enticing offer, but you know, I wanted to be like many entrepreneurs listening, the king of my own castle yep. instead of the knight in somebody else's castle. And so uh, I was like, you know what, you guys can keep hiring me to help with this or, or keep, you know, working with me as like my own business uh, as like a contractor and, and eventually as a business. Um, but I want to build this up myself because I saw the power of what this was. And so what I started to do is I started to go down the, the rabbit hole of click funnels and some of these different things. I, I got some, uh, some mentors, right. too that introduced me to the world of, you know, high ticket and courses. And so initially I was doing YouTube ads for mobile apps and we drove millions of downloads. Um, but then people started asking me how I was getting my clients. And initially I, I leveraged partnerships. But as I exhausted those, right, mm -hmm. I was running YouTube ads to get these app developers to buy my high ticket packages. And what I didn't realize until people started asking me, well, can you do that for me or help me do that, is I had cracked the code to YouTube ads for high ticket sales um, and, and sales funnels, right? So how to get actual, you know, B2B or, or what I call B2E, right, business to entrepreneur, you know, mm -hmm. clients consistently through YouTube advertising. And so that's what I was like, okay, wow, this is crazy. So I did some, you know, management and then I switched over to what I have, you know, for the past, you know, three years is our YouTube ads uh, program. So it's essentially done with you process, hands on, where we're actually, you know, we have trainings on how everything works, but we're also helping hands on, helping people, you know, write their script. We've got a copywriter, actually helping people set up their campaigns, optimize scale. So kind of learning while at the same time also, uh, helping them hands-on make sure that the campaigns are successful and that's what we've been doing nowadays we've, we've helped our clients generate well over you know eight figures in uh, in sales uh, using YouTube ads and and the goal is to get that number to nine figures for our clients so that's kind of where I am today and I'm excited to, to talk a little bit more about about YouTube and YouTube ads that's awesome man I love it um, I love the done with you service as well you know we do that and it's so powerful because I was I was telling somebody about this yesterday, but when you do done with you work and things go well, you build long-term relationships. Mm -hmm. And I don't think most people see the value in that. They, they don't get it. They don't understand how valuable it is because what happens like, for example, we're recording this mm -hmm. in March of 2020, mm -hmm. supposedly the economy's down, right? And if new business stops and you already have a, a database, a huge relationship uh, or a huge number of people with relationships, guess what? You're still working. You still have things to do. So it's super powerful, you know, done for you work. There's so many things that can go wrong with that, but the done with you, it's beautiful, man. I just wanted to give you a, give you credit there. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. Um, I love video, man. Video is great. Even people watching this, they can watch us from the comfort of their home and they can decide, are these guys full of crap? Do I believe them? Do I think these guys could help me? And there's nothing more powerful and social proof than that, you know? So um, I love it, man. Uh, through your process, through your story, did you ever have a fear of failure? Like, oh man, what, what if this doesn't work? Did you ever have that moment where something kind of didn't work out or something stopped working like it can sometimes online or curious to know what you say about that? Yeah. So I never really had a fear of failure, right? Um, of, of actually, you know, failing and, and not, you know, not achieving because I know that, you know, obviously not everything's going to work out exactly as you want it to work. I mean, look at the world right now, right? So it's yeah. nobody wants where, where the world's at right now, but you know, and um, a, a book I've been reading recently, obviously, you know, due to current events, right, is, is the obstacles the way, right? 
you know, by Ryan Holiday and, you know, really talks about, you know, how to look at each obstacle as an opportunity and an opportunity for growth. And so essentially how you as a business owner can grow. And so I, I don't look at it as, you know, permanent failure. I look at it as, okay, what are lessons that you can learn and you can apply? Um, you know, the fear that I had though, and I did have this fear, you know, um, and especially when I was in college and I was doing my YouTube channel, right? So the YouTube channel is doing pretty well and it still does well, right? So it's, it's you know, it's like, um, you know, maybe $120,000 a year or something like that, right? Nice. But I didn't want to be just doing YouTube forever, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and also, you know, yes, that's a good amount of money if you, like in the general population, but that's not what my potential, what I knew my potential was. And so the fear that I had was, you know, that I was going to kind of get stuck in doing something like that. So I needed to make sure that I could find what that next thing was. So I read the four hour work week. I systematized that business. I literally made my YouTube channel, which still runs today, still produces really strong revenue today, right. In, in kind of that area, but it's just harder to scale. Right. Yep. Um, you know, I was able to systematize that business um, so that I could then focus on the other side of it, which at the time I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do app marketing. Um, obviously apps were really hot, but then I was looking for each new opportunity. I just, you know, I, I came across and it, it, you know, I hate the word stumbled upon because it, you know, it is technically true that I, I, but I was looking, I was looking for that opportunity and, um, and I seized it. So I was like, you know what? Um, I'm going to pivot away from apps, even though apps is what I've known for a long time. It's, it's, it's not the apps that I know it's YouTube and ads and marketing. And I can apply that for, you know, let's say, you know, a, a 10,000 or multi-thousand dollar product as opposed to just a $1 app, you know, and I can help other business owners with their own, you know, whether it be high ticket or courses. And, and we also have people who are e-commerce as well. And, you know, looking for leads and, and things like that, you do really well on YouTube. And so we, we help a wide breadth, but, um, you know, I started out kind of in that high ticket area. It was just so exciting. Like you can run YouTube ads to generate some of these, these high ticket deals um, you know, or consistent course sales on autopilot, you know, four or five X row ads, put a dollar in get four or five X out. Like we have a client, David Emmons, he literally, you know, um, went on a, a three to four week trip, uh, like I think three and a half week trip to, um, to hike the grand Canyon while his ads were running. And I remember him telling me, he's like, oh, I'm going to check it once a week. Now I was like, I was a little nervous. I was like, you know, things are going really well, but you should probably check a couple of times. Cause I, you know, I, I check more often than that, obviously, but yeah. Um, but Hey, he did that. You know, he literally hiked the grand Canyon still getting, you know, three to four X row ads on his automated course, you know, spending thousands of dollars a day on ads. Right. It, it's, you know, it's insane. And so it's, it's really exciting, not just to be able to do that myself, um, you know, with, with my business, but, but actually helping other business owners, uh, get to this point. And so it was kind of a, a tangent from your original question. But <laughs> That's all right. That, uh, That's the way I roll too, my friend. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's funny is, uh, you always hear people say this about everything or people say, Oh, YouTube's too competitive or people just throw negative stuff. But what's funny is, is, um, I've recently just put a emphasis on growing my YouTube channel. It's really small now, but I enjoy it. I enjoy the video and I repurpose it, but I spend a lot of my time on YouTube because I can very specifically watch or learn what I want to learn. It's not going anywhere. It's never going to stop being what it is. I mean, it's a phenomenal platform. Um, the idea of YouTube ads is very intriguing to me. Uh, I love the idea of using that to sell courses and drive traffic and all that. And me and my son, who's going to be 14 soon, we're messing around. It's probably been almost a year ago. I made just one really stupid 
YouTube ad and we threw it out there. We had like a, a credit, I think, with YouTube. We just threw it out there to see what would happen. And I don't even know that we had a, a real call to action. We just want to see how many people would engage with it. And it was it was like five or 600 people in a really short amount of time. And I was uh, intrigued because I was like, can't believe that many people watch this stupid thing. It's It's interesting, though. But think about reality TV. Think about live video. Humans are curious. Video makes them curious. And video is also very powerful um, emotionally and stuff. So there's a lot of neat things about it. Uh, where do most people go wrong when they try to do YouTube ads? Say they've always been uh, spoon fed on Facebook ads. Like, you know what? Let's try this YouTube ads thing. Where do you think the average entrepreneur goes wrong wading into that area? Yeah. So there's two main areas that people go wrong. And, and then also I'll talk about kind of the, the, the correct way and, and what we found works really well. So, so first is the video and then the second is the targeting. And so we'll talk about the video first. So where a lot of people go wrong is they see these ads that are these big production studio ads, you know, and they're like Geico or, or they're whatever it is, you know, and they're, they're, they're like 30 seconds long or they're a minute long. And so they're like, oh, I'm just going to make a 30 second or minute long ad. But those ads are not what you're looking for as, as a, you know, uh, entrepreneur, um, small business, even medium-sized business, right? What you're looking for is an ad that actually has a call to action, direct response. So we have a certain type of direct response YouTube ads. All those 30 and 60 second ads are almost all branding plays, right? Just to get you to remember, you know, Geico, or just to get you to remember, you know, this particular car or whatever it is. Mm. Versus what we're looking for is direct action now, getting people into a funnel or your website, getting leads, getting sales, right? Um, and so it's, it's a direct response play. And so direct response ads, and, and the, the big mistake people make is they do a 30, 60 second ad thinking that's gonna work. They just do like a little hook and then they say, okay, go sign up for my webinar. You need to match YouTube where the platform is. We've developed a formula for a YouTube ad that's a winning formula. Um, and it's actually between a three to five minute long ad hmm. that actually provides value. So it has a hook, right? And we'll talk about each of these components in a second. It has a hook then has an educate. And this is where you're actually providing value. We call them golden nuggets. You're getting people actually actual value. Cause think about it. You go on YouTube, right? To learn. So if you can teach in your ad, it feels more like the platform that people are on. They're going to trust you. They're going to value you and be like, wow, okay, wait, you have a webinar and then you get to the call to action. That's the third part. So hook, educate, call to action, you know, because of what they learned in your educate portion, then they're going to have to, they're like, okay, wow. Now I'm intrigued. You talked about being intrigued, right? You're going to click off. You're going to sign up for the webinar. You're going to go inside and that's where you're going to get the, the extra value on the webinar or the VSL or the training, or even just a video, or even just going to your webpage. It can be a sales letter, whatever it is. Mm. That's what's going to get people then to purchase. And so if you start educating from the ad, um, it's incredibly powerful because YouTube's all about intent, right? If people are looking up, you know, how to get more leads, how to get more sales, how to grow my business, uh, or maybe they're looking up how to lose weight or how to get fit. They're looking these things up. And if you just say like, do you want to get fit? Sign up for my webinar. People aren't going to do it. But if you say, did you know that, you know, the key to, uh, to losing weight is, you know, 80% nutrition. You need to make sure that you eat these groups of foods. And then you talk about some of the groups or whatever. And you say on our webinar, we're going to show you exactly what foods fall into each of these groups. You go off, right? Very and nice. you have this thing that's an aha moment for certain people right? Because maybe they're watching the video on all the different workouts. They don't really realize that you need to also control what you eat too. And so then you're explaining this, but you're only giving them a taste and you're putting the rest of it behind a wall. Same thing, like, right? Like 
you know, with our own ads, you know, it's, it, you know, we, we talk about how would you like to ethically hijack your competitor's traffic on YouTube and send it directly into your own funnel. And, and people are like, wait, what did you, you know, it, it has a mechanism. And then we teach a little bit about how YouTube ads work, but not that much. We say, Hey, if you really want to go behind the curtain, click the link and you're going to be able to go into our webinars, hour long webinar, where we dive under the hood of some of our, you know, best campaigns and, and what's working and explain exactly how YouTube ads work for your business to get leads and sales. So that type of, of content, and we even show the, the, the setup of a little bit of a YouTube ad on our ad, right? Actually giving them a taste of what they'll get and provide some value. It meets people where they are. It gives them enough like, yes, this is real. And then they want to pay attention, right? It's that that realness authentic factor um, and it cuts through the noise because you're just saying like, listen, I'm going to give you some, some free information on this video. I'm going to promise you even more on the webinar. And then obviously from that, then whether it be a call or, 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 a, you know, a course or, or whatever it is, obviously you're selling at the end of the day, the, the full you know, treasure trove, right? The whole pot of gold, um, yep. is leaving that those golden breadcrumbs to get there. Essentially. <laughs> Excellent, man. Uh, for anybody watching or listening, this guy knows what he's talking about. A lot of people say they do. This guy really does. So very, very good, man. Um, face, Facebook ads versus YouTube ads. Do you mm -hmm. still see value in Facebook ads? Or are you all 100% on YouTube? So, so that's a that's actually a great question. I'll talk about myself and and clients a little bit different, and then I'll talk about the differences between Facebook and YouTube because I think that's really important to like fully understand what the differences are. Um, and so essentially, you know, for ourselves, all of our cold traffic comes from YouTube ads just because of who we are. Mm -hmm. um, also, YouTube ads provide, you know, like, like in, in the marketplace, we'll talk about the reasons YouTube versus Facebook. I mean, the, the, the leads are, are higher quality, they're cheaper, they're producing more applications, uh, more sales, and it, it, it's also, you know, goes across clients as well. But um, we do some retargeting, obviously, on, on, you know, we do a lot on YouTube. We do retargeting on Facebook, LinkedIn. Google display, Google search, you know, you kind of want to put retargeting ads everywhere. Now for clients though, if they have solid Facebook ads running, I don't tell them to turn those off even when, and, and again, the vast majority of people get much better results on YouTube, even when they get those better results on YouTube, because part of my thing too is like, listen, you know, a, a lot of people do come to us because they get shut down on Facebook or Facebook costs are rising, but some people, maybe that's not the case. Maybe they manage it really well. Maybe they have Facebook ads that are working really well but you want to diversify and you want to have YouTube. And I would be a hypocrite if I didn't say that, if I said that you, you just want to go just to YouTube and only YouTube, but you don't mm -hmm. want to put all your eggs in any basket, yeah. right? And so, um, you know, and essentially like even for me, like, right, I'm running retargeting on a lot of different platforms and I theoretically could run cold if I needed to somewhere else, right? Because I'm, I'm now, you know, on those platforms with, you know, pixels and everything. But um, what I'm doing is, you know, for our clients, um, Ahmad's a great example, right? So he came to us because he got shut down on Facebook, doing about 50, 60 K a month. Um, he's he, on LinkedIn everywhere, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. He's the guy who, who, who teaches LinkedIn. Exactly. He teaches yeah. LinkedIn, things like that, right? For consultants. Um, so he's one of our clients. And so he was at 50 to 60 K a month. Um, and essentially he came to us because Facebook actually shut him down over the summer. Right. He came to us over the summer. Facebook mm. shut him down completely. Um, and, and, you know, at the time he's like, all right, I just need something to make sure that leads come in when Facebook's down. Right. And so, um, obviously we, you know, we're like, all right, we're going to get you up on YouTube and, and we get him up and running on YouTube. And he starts to see, wow, the results are actually better on YouTube than on Facebook. 
And I remember him telling me he was skeptical at first, right? He just, he just, you know, he thought he was going to pay a little bit more. I don't know exactly because we don't talk about that, right? But, you know, you actually pay less in yeah. general. Um, but, you know, he, he just wanted leads to come through. And he's like, wow, Alric, this is working really well. So then we started switching over. So, you know, the, the spend from, because Facebook, you know, got back on about two weeks, right? You can get it back. It takes some time to ramp up. It's, I mean, it's awful, right? People get, get suspended, but usually you can get it back. But essentially, we started ramping up more and more spend over to YouTube. Uh, he has a great YouTube ad. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like the mm -hmm. one where he's in a trench coat and he's like consulting, you know, anybody want consult, you know, it's like, uh, <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, like you know. <laughs> but um, uh, it, it's a really good ad. And so we start scaling that up more and more on YouTube. And in November, um, I remember we had the conversation at the beginning of the month uh, to scale them up to, uh, to 75% uh, YouTube versus Facebook. Um, and again, we wouldn't get rid of that 25% because you can extract low hanging fruit from, you know, basically any platform does low hanging fruit, right? Yep. So 75% YouTube. And that was his first six figure month. I didn't know he was doing it like that. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very nice. So, and, and that's what we did. And, 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 you know, we have a testimonial with him and again, I'm not saying this brag. I'm actually really excited that yeah. he, he's, he's gotten this point. And, and, but he said like Facebook, he could not get there on the back of Facebook. He got there on the back of YouTube ads. And, uh, and, and building that up. So that's essentially, you know, uh, just, a, just an illustration, right? I wouldn't tell them to get rid of that 25% Facebook, you know, because you can still extract some low hanging fruit there. Um, but, you know, when people see the light and they start seeing the YouTube ads, they start, you know, ratcheting that over on YouTube because they see the results that you can get. Question for you. Um, my mind's thinking here, do you spend any money on non-video ads anymore? Or did you ever, do you ever use single image ads? Do you ever use things like that? I'm just curious. So just retargeting. So okay. YouTube is all of our cold traffic comes in through YouTube. Okay. Um, and there was a time when I was only running YouTube ads, cold traffic, YouTube ads, hot retargeting YouTube ads. But um, I realized that it's important to be in front of people everywhere mm -hmm. and uh, reach people in different mediums. And so essentially I started retargeting um, and actually this was honestly, you know, honestly, it, it was really only like in, in the end of last year in, in January that I started going more aggressive on retargeting other platforms. Yep. Um, and that has been helpful because I'm now everywhere. People are like, I see you everywhere. Uh, and so we do, we do some, we do videos on Facebook. We also do some images in terms of retargeting. Um, we also do, uh, I don't think we do any images on LinkedIn. It's all videos on LinkedIn retargeting. Yep. Um, and we do, uh, we do Google display, uh, image ads, uh, and we do some search ads as well, retargeting. So direct match search. So if they look up like my name or ad outreach, it'll, it'll pop up. Um, and I think that's just to create an environment, right? So people just, they can't miss you yeah. and leaning into it. So I very much lean into it on our, our Facebook retargeting. I'm like, bet you didn't expect to see me here. Like a <laughs> Those are so you know? funny. Exactly. I want to lean into it because that was part of my fear initially is like, I'm like, well, if I retarget over here, people would be like, what's going on. But the thing is, you know, I think people understand that our results come from, from YouTube, but it'd be kind of dumb not to tap into the retargeting low hanging fruit. Like you should retarget everywhere. You know, yeah. honestly, I'll look, probably start looking for, I mean, I'm not on retargeting on Twitter yet, but maybe I'll look into that too. Like, cause you know, it, it does make sense to, to retarget on as many platforms as you can. It's just look so, so much low hanging fruit. Absolutely. It, click funnels is uh, scary about how they retarget. Yes. You know, when I looked in my cup of coffee this morning, I swear I saw click funnels add in the reflection. I'm like, geez, Russell, you're everywhere. So no, I, I definitely agree with you there. Um, very, very fascinating 
podcast. Uh, my mind's spinning and running, which is always a good thing. So uh, three tips. I'd love to get three tips from you for anybody like myself who's like, hey, I'm going to we'll get started with YouTube ads. You've given us some great stuff already. Uh, what would mm-hmm. three simple tips be for the average entrepreneur here? Absolutely. So um, what I would say is when it comes to the video, follow that hook, educate, call to action framework. Make sure that it has the educate and keep it authentic and natural. It's very important um, because on YouTube and anywhere, people tune out overly produced ads. So it's crazy. People think they need to do an overly produced ad, but what you really want is you want a natural, authentic ad that actually gets people to see you, your persona as the expert. They get excited about you. Uh, So that's one. Uh, Number two is when it comes to your, uh, your targeting, right? Uh, and this is on, uh, on YouTube. We have a concept called 3D YouTube ads targeting. We didn't get the chance to really dive into it as much. It's actually, we have some of those trainings in uh, some of the resources that I'll, I'll share and a little yeah. podcast gift, which I'll talk about in a second, but right. 3D targeting. So instead of just targeting videos or just placements, that's one of the big mistakes people make or they buy, you know, a course that's been made like years and years ago, right? Or whatever. It just talks about placements. That's just the tip of the iceberg right? We take a 3D targeting approach. We target demographics, videos, and there's something called affinities where you could target people based on websites they've been on in the past, um, Google searches they've made before. Google even has a variety of different buckets, kind of like Facebook does of interests um, Mm. that you can layer with the video that they're watching with who they are. That's really creating that triangle. Um, And the third thing that I would say is honestly, just in general, right, is to at least get on YouTube retargeting ads. Because here's the thing with YouTube, you only pay if somebody watches 30 seconds of your video, right? It's crazy. One of the best deals in advertising. It's, it's like that for cold traffic, but it's like that for your retargeting ads too. Imagine you get retargeting videos up and running on YouTube and people see you every time they open up YouTube. If they skip the ad, you don't pay for it. It's branding that pops up in front of your face again and again and again. Um, and so that's the, the third tip. So hopefully that's been, that's been valuable. And, and if you want, I can kind of get into some of the resources that I have for, for your listeners. Yeah. Um, curious, before we talk about that, uh, mm-hmm. just the beginning of this year, what's next for you? What are you looking forward to for the rest of 2020? Absolutely. So um, the goal that I have is, is scaling up and, and, you know, things are actually going, you know, still really well right now. I know there are a lot of businesses, but mostly local businesses that are struggling, but online, what I've been seeing is very resilient. Some people are even having bumps right now because everybody's going online. We're having you know, a bit yep. of that too. A lot of people, you know, see the opportunity right now to start on YouTube and start, you know, building things up. Ad costs are a lot lower than what they were before. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's a good opportunity if you have an online business to, to take the, the jump. And so we still have, you know, uh, really big, you know, growth goals. Um, you know, we have certain numbers that we want to hit this year. And that's what we're looking to do. And, and uh, the goal, you know, this year and then and by the end of next year, we want to we want to turn our own company into an eight figure uh, a year company. Um, and so that's that'll be the goal uh, by the end of next year. Um, but we're looking to, to get, you know, halfway there this year. So you can probably do the math in your head. That's kind of our goals that we have. We're on track. So it's, it's super exciting. And that's what I think I'm you're going to get there, my friend. I have complete faith in you. Oh, thank, thank you so much. I, I really do appreciate that, Jason. No problem at all. So if anybody watching or listening wants to learn more about you or wants your, your offer for us, uh, how can they mm-hmm. find out about you? Absolutely. Absolutely. So the best place to go, and I put this page together for the podcast I go on, you know, instead of just giving one gift, I wanted to give multiple. So it's ad outreach, A-D-O-U-T-R-E-A-C-H, adoutreach.com slash gift. So it's adoutreach.com slash gift. I'm sure it'll be in the notes here. 
Um, and you'll just see a little video of me just kind of thanking you for listening to the podcast. And underneath that, uh, what you'll see is a link to our webinar, YouTube ads for leads and sales. We also have a 22 minute no fluff training on YouTube ads for high ticket businesses where we actually go under the hood and high ticket exactly how it works uh, with, with YouTube ads. And we also have a link to our Facebook group, uh, YouTube ads for entrepreneurs. You can also look that up on Facebook, YouTube ads for entrepreneurs, where we're dropping all kinds of training, knowledge, value. Um, and finally, there's of course the ability to book. Uh, you can also go directly to adoutreach.com slash apply uh, to schedule a time to speak with our team about YouTube ads for your own business. Perfect, man. A uh, lot of fun today. A lot of value here. Um, timing wise for me, this is great. Great conversation. Uh, very interested in everything you had to say. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Likewise, Jason. This is a lot of fun. And we are back to the show. Alaric, if you are listening, thanks for your time and your expertise, my friend. It was a lot of fun. For all of you listening, if you want to take advantage of um, some of his resources and learn more about him and his company, you can go to intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash episode 193. Of course, if you've been listening, you know you can use that format to check out any of our show notes for episodes that have a guest. If it's just myself or me and Brandy talking, we won't have a show notes page for that. So keep that in mind. All right. Um, as you move forward with your week... I want you to stop, if you're doing this, okay, I want you to stop focusing on what isn't as good as it used to be or what's not working or what's changed. And I want you to take your energy and I want you to focus on what opportunities might be right around you in your business that, you, that you're not paying attention to, right? That you maybe haven't noticed. Um, sometimes a small pivot can be the difference between success and failure, okay? Check it out. Let me know what happens. Thanks for listening. Catch you next week. See you soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of the show. To keep up with everything that we're doing, please visit intentionallyinspirational.com. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out our video podcast on YouTube. See you next time.